0: I've been reading this book now for like a week and I just can't put it down. You're definitely gonna wanna buy a coffee. I don't know who wrote it. But this week, we're off to a farm that we all know well from Alejandro Martinez at Finca Argentina and some special news about an event that's happening in Manchester on the 5th of November where you can come and meet him and buy this lovely book. My name is Steve Layton and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun, and tell you what's in my mug. So this coffee is grown by one of my best friends, um, in Alejandro Martinez. The farm is based in the Apeneca Lampatec Mountain Range, near the town of Turin, in the Archipan department. Um, And uh, it has There are about 16 people working full time on the farm during the non-picking season and their jobs will be maintaining, tendering the plants, repairing machinery, uh, new projects that Ali may have going on. But this number of workers goes up to around about 50 during the uh, picking period. Um, Altitude of the farm is around about 1300 metres above sea level and for me is one of the finest examples I've seen uh, of this kind of farm in this kind of region. And the varietal is super interesting, and one of the best I've seen of that. And it came about because Alejandro wanted to experiment and try different varietals on different parts of the farm. Um, one of the experiments was Catimor. Um, and Catimor generally has a really bad rep. Um, so he only planted a very small lot. Um, but it showed that there's no such thing as a bad varietal. Um, there's a bad place to put a varietal. And this really worked well. Uh, and this, this varietal made me really change my opinion of it and the reason that he decided to plant this varietal there was there's hot springs within the volcano that's there uh, and actually there was an experiment to try and take some of the gases out of there so every time he planted something that was a little bit delicate and a little bit kind of soft the plant would die and be killed whereas when he did the catymour in there it's a little bit more hardier and a little bit more tougher so when the hot gases were coming through it didn't mind it so much and meant that this varietal works super well in this place. Okay, so you join me here where these have been sitting for four minutes. So I'm going to break the crust and stir it three times. If you've watched the cupping guide, you understand how to do this. And this one is the Bourbon. Um, this one, sorry, this one's the Bourbon and this one is the Cattymore. I've got a spoon, I'm really well prepared. We keep filming, we don't do retakes on in my mug. No time for them. So I just clear off the top of the cup like so. And then I could do the same on this one. Now if you're doing this at home, I suggest you wait around about four or five minutes before you do your first spoonful. But because I'm a seasoned professional, don't try this at home. I actually have a mouth that can take quite hot temperatures and I like tasting the coffees when they're hot because as they cool they change so let's go into this one so the Bourbon is a very typical El Salvador coffee it's sweet milk chocolate, it's balanced has an acidity that reminds me very much of white grape and then super super smooth but let's go to this one which is the Catimor and again very similar coffees you've got milk chocolate You've got white grape. But this one goes a bit mental. This one's up going on this black pepper hit. It's a little bit of spiciness. It's a little bit more kind of like more hit. Whereas this one has more caramel kind of sweetness and chocolate texture. This has this beautifully complex spiciness that's going on. Um, both have a similarity of green, like green apple going on in there. But you definitely tell that this one is the catymore. Hello, Um, I am Farmer Steve and uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Catimore. So Catimore grows and produces fruit very quickly and has a super high yield. It's incredibly pest resistant and also resistant to leaf rust. And it will grow well at much lower altitudes than some traditional Arabica. Better in fact than many other uh, commercial available uh, varietals. Sounds perfect, but the problem comes in the cup and in cup quality. Timor, which is part of this coffee, has its feet in the Robusta species, <clears throat> hence all those lovely benefits. But Robusta is not known for being tasty. Finca Argentina has worked hard to get this coffee uh, to grow where it was growing. It was very difficult land where uh, varietals wouldn't normally grow. But this has been able to grow perfectly on these hot and dry lands that where normal traditional Bourbon or Pacas or Pacamara varietals wouldn't grow as well. It also spreads the risk so should they be hit by leaf rust at any point this coffee is resistant to leaf rust and also gives us a deliciously different coffee to try and to taste and in the cup is an excellent example of a catty more can work. Now it's time for the Steve variety show um, and the variety is we're going to talk about is the Catimor varietal which is obviously this week's coffee and it's related to Katur and Timor, two co- coffees that were bred together as a hybrid. Actually originated in Portugal which is a fairly unusual place for coffee to originate from but it was made in a lab, as I said it's a hybrid, it grows best above 500 metres and below 1500 metres because it doesn't really like the cold temperatures of a higher altitude. Very prevalent everywhere, so Central, South America and Asia. Uh, The fruit colour, so the cherry colour is red, it's a normal sized cherry. Uh, the plant is a dwarf plant. So dwarf plants are favoured by uh, coffee farms and coffee pickers, because they don't have to reach up so high to pick the cherries. Um, you can plant 3000 uh, plants per hectare, which is fantastic. Um, it's uh, it's quite a lot of plants in a, in a hectare. Uh, the planting distance is 1.67 metres by 1.67 metres. So that's the distance between each plant that you can have. So the tasting notes of this coffee don't get a good rep. They're quite often thought to taste of rubber and earth in some of the worst examples but in some of the best examples you can get a really big body, lots of spicy peppery notes and a really interesting kind of complex aftertaste. Now this varietal that was created back in 1959 in Portugal has been the saviour of many coffee farms because of its resistance to leaf rust and when it tastes this good then why wouldn't you? It's, it, it, I just can't put it down, i will put it down, look at that, amazing. So, 5th of November, my mug here is for Cup North, which is where we're going to be launching the book. Now, you can come and watch me talk about the book if you like, or you can come and meet Ali and Brian from Kariga Estate uh, in Kenya, come and talk about their part of being in the book as well. It's going to be held in Manchester. Um, If you search Cup North Manchester, you will find all of the details for the website. I've got to put a link on the screen now um, for where you can find out details of tickets. Come along, come meet Ali, come meet Brian, come meet me, come buy a book, come have a signature. Um, I promise to scribble all in your books. Um, But it's going to be a really fun day, there's going to be lots of coffee to try as well. And you get a chance to do a cupping with Brian, with his coffee and with Ali on his coffee. We've also got a very special varietal pack that we're gonna be uh, having for sale there, very limited edition, so you should definitely come along to Cup North. So let's taste the coffee. So, um, in the cup, just as at the cupping table, which is over there, um, it's a very typical El Salvadorian coffee. Sweet milk chocolate, balanced a little bit of white grape acidity, and super smooth. But where this is crazy different is the aftertaste. You get a real black pepper aftertaste, something that I've never, ever found in El Salvadorian coffee, except in this amazing Catimore. Um, so lucky to have this coffee and so uh, excited the relationship I have with Ali. Um, so have been friends with Ali since 2008 um, and um, it's gone from being a... Sample sent through the door to now be one of my closest friends. Um, Ali has a long history of working, long history, because he's really old. But he has a long history of, he worked in the US for a while as a city banker um, uh, in New York and then uh, went home when his son was born um, and moved to back to El Salvador to be around his family. Um, and the, the call was just too strong for him to go. Um, And while in El Salvador, he didn't have a job um, and started to help his father with some of his business interests and investments. Um, And this is where Ali became a farmer and um, took over from, uh, he was inherited, his father inherited from his grandfather uh, and the farm was just ticking along and not really doing a great deal. Ali has kind of picked it up and really done... um, Kind of like focused on quality, focused on it being um fantastic. Uh, he's took the quality, took the, the amount of coffee that was grown drastically down and has now turned it around to be more successful again. And uh very lucky uh to be working with him and he's a he's a good lad. So we have good coffee. We have good events, we have good cattymores, Um, we have a good book, have I mentioned my book? Um, Yeah, no, it's been a great episode, I really hope you can come to Cup North, Uh, please do, uh, come and say hi, come meet Ali and Brian, I mean they're going to be the superstars of the show, but um, yeah, thank you for joining me as always, and do remember, life is too short for bad coffee, bad books, I'm a published author don't you know?